Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? A uh, amazing episode, especially for me. Frightened Rabbit is one of my favorite groups uh, just ever. I love them so, so much. And this is Scott Hutchison, the lead singer of the group. Uh, they're phenomenal. And actually, if you happen to be in the UK currently, they are on tour. So go to FrightenedRabbit.com for details on that. And uh, PeteHolmes.com for anything Pete Holmes show related. YouMadeItWeird.com for uh, stickers and T-shirts, that sort of stuff for this uh, podcast. And the, Am- uh, the Amazon is the sponsor. The sponsor is Amazon, everybody. If you want to support the show uh, just by shopping on Amazon, go to Nerdist.com, go to this episode, click on the Amazon ad in the banner, and then shop normally, and a portion of the proceeds will go to uh, this show. And, of course, as always, we appreciate that. So this is it, guys. Check out uh, Frightened Rabbit. Uh, Pedestrian Verse is their newest album. It's wonderful. Uh, they're all great, though. I mean, go Go nuts. Go nuts. This is uh, my wonderful uh, conversation with Scott Hutchison. Get into it. Uh, seat. I like the guest in. All right. <sighs> it's, just a, it's just a good feel. It's very cozy. <laughs> it's actually the opposite of cozy, which is great today. It's cool. Wait, what do you mean? It's, it is cozy. It's cozy. But, but it's yeah. also, it's the opposite of warm. You think it's cool? I think it's cool. Oh, it's very hot today. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's right. the hottest and the worst. You can wear those if you care. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. You were on my show. I was. You played the guitar. Thank you once again for that. Oh, God. I've, I've thought about it so many times. Yeah, I, I loved it. Did you? Yeah, it was great. I, it seemed like you did, but I mean, a lot of people, you know, they do those things and, and it's just uncomfortable or it's an obligation or it's something your publicist said, Scott, I really think you should do this or whatever. But it, that's not how we sorted it out that's true you and i did it on on (laughs) twitter you see i believe that but then i was like did somebody uh twist your arm to do the show i don't know i didn't even know that was you on twitter to be honest my arm did not need twisted no twisting no 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 my arms are intact thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) completely intact arms so that really is you on the twits on the yeah we we keep that i mean that's one of the things that has been uh, especially since we moved to a larger label, you know, starting off DIY and you do all that stuff yourself, we were really intent. Is DIY the label? Or you just mean do it yourself. Do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it, but being on a being on a smaller label, a lot of those things, social media, etc., are completely in your hands, and that's yeah. the way. But that's the way we like it because I think the band needs to have that personal connection. Absolutely, with, you know, and it's not for, it's not every band. I don't think I don't think you know. Bono needs to look after you too. <laughs> I was going to say Bono. Everyone's first thought of yeah. his boss. <laughs> I don't think Bono is manning the U2 at U2. No, I mean, I think he has, maybe it's because he has better things to do, but, I, but I, I also don't think that that personal touch is necessary in that case. Yeah. So for us, it's, just, it's really important to, to maintain that, you know, no matter where you go with your career. Yeah. I think an independent, is that right? Calling Frightened Rabbit an independent band? Well, like, an indie band. We're, I, I, it's indies. So it's a strange word now because we're not on an independent label. We're on a major label. I didn't even know that was the distinction. To be honest, I thought independent just meant like kind initially of a type of music. Almost, I think it has become that now. Okay, uh, and yeah. I would I would happily describe us as indie rock. There you quite, go. Quite happily. <laughs> but, uh, 
it's like it's the same way that emo has become bastardized you know as yeah. it used to be uh what emotional hardcore and you were t- you're talking about bands like death cab for cutie yeah who i think would you know throw up at being described as emo now because that has become about a certain haircut and a certain type of gene. that's right i never would yeah. think of uh death cab as i'm just turning my i'm gonna do off. exactly the same as I you i felt rude um so uh, yeah no, but they don't have that. They don't have the black hair and, and the tears. Right. So Indy, in the same way, has... Uh, you you know, guys could be emo. I'm interrupting. <laughs> well, in the traditional sense, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times people are uncertain as to whether the, the water on my face on stage, is it sweat or is it tears? Yeah. You know, because well, we put a lot into that. And of course. It, and uh, the, the subject matter is emotional. Yeah. It's, uh, and, it's, and it's right, you know cutting pretty deep and, at times and it's independent because it's usually after a breakup now you have to be independent right, you have to yeah go alone scott you can do this you can do this it's funny that you say that i i love glenn hansard yes and uh the swell season and, and the frames and yep. everything that he's done and i i, I unfortunately nah, i was gonna say unfortunately i'm not gonna blame myself for finding out about them because of once uh you know what i mean I, there's that pressure, Scott. Yeah. There's a pressure to be a cool music guy, and I'm not. You'll find that out time and time again. Well, it's funny because I'm not either. Are you really not? No, no. And 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 it's like, <laughs> but but you know, do you know how you sometimes you're in you're in whether it be a social situation or an interview, and you feel like you should say for that, for instance, that you came by uh, Glenn Hansard via once. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Or no, you should. You feel like you should say that you came oh. by him. You know, via something that was he was doing in the nineties. Right. Exactly. You know. Actually, I saw that guy busking in Dublin there back, you go. back in eighty six. You know, right. it's like, and I and I knew back then. I knew. So I, I you know, the, I I kind of I I don't care about being cool. That's another yeah. thing that it's just sort of. The, the the you know the band that I'm in has never we 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 tried to go for and continue to go for substance over style yes and moving forward over any sort of other I've heard you say that before right like, you don't want to stagnate no I I don't think that um you're I don't think that your uh your fan base deserves to be fed the same shit again and again uh and whether that switches a few of them off is kind of is is not really relevant it's 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 about um you know why why would i bother writing another breakup album right because i think i covered it right <laughs> which which one do you consider they're all pretty breakup there's a there's some breakup elements and there and and it's <laughs> hard. versus pretty it has some breakup there are a couple of things in that one yeah all right fine you got me all <laughs> no, right no, no. <laughs> i wasn't trying to be like hey hey i would you consider midnight organ Flight? yeah that's the, the that's one the breakup album yeah i told you when we first talked that right. was like that album was literally playing i i, I I don't mean to fan you here, but playing while I was breaking up with somebody. Yeah. And and it was perfect because I had, I, I planned it. I had a girl coming over. Okay. We lived in the same building. Yes. <laughs> uh. And she came over. It was a very difficult breakup. It took 10 times, 10 times breaking up to finally stick. And that album, I discovered that album and I was listening to that album obsessively. Yeah. And I know you know this, the way that uh, music can time stamp. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like a little journal entry. Yeah, I kept it in the breakup. You know what I mean? I can still listen to it. Uh, so it's okay. You, right, that's good. I, that's I, good. It I kept it in the divorce. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> she can't have it. It's too but, good. <laughs> but we, you know, you know, did we? So we helped. You did help. 
That's what I'm fucking talking right. about. <laughs> okay. It's like that delving into like something that's unpleasant. I said this before, and it's cheesy, and it's actually from Kick-Ass, too. But they say, take pain and make something good. Yeah. I have my phone remind me of different things. You know how you can set up? Yeah. That's the reminder I see every morning. Because when I wake up at 8 right. in the morning, I go, oh, take pain and make something good. Something's making you anxious. Something's making you hurt. You do that, and you did that. And then I'm breaking up with somebody, and Backwards Walk comes on. Yeah. As I intended, I kind of sound like a oh, lunatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes on, and I'm like, "That's right. It's solidarity. I'm not yeah. alone. No, everyone's done this. Yep. And and it's going to be okay. I I I believe that that's I mean, that's something that is really important in songs. Not not just my own songs, but you know, you I, I, there's a time to wallow, but there has to be there has to be an upward surge at the end, and that happens. That I try and I try and encompass that within that kind of movement within every so- every yeah, song yeah. so that by the end of the song no matter how bleakly the it begins yep there's a there's a just a you know a little glimmer of hope at the end and you guys make albums again i'm not like a cool person i'm not peter travers or somebody but right. you really make albums to me i don't shuffle frightened rabbit you know okay I, mean? I know what you mean i say play pedestrian verse right I, you know what i mean i say play sing the grades i want to hear the album because when you have a sad song we talked about this a little bit too yeah we talked about elliot smith and he's a real downer and i love that i really love yeah. wallowing sometimes as you oh, said I, yeah i'm a huge fan of wallowing so great <laughs> Underrated the wall. Can we high five wallowing yeah. right now? <laughs> we, you can high. It's a good thing. It's an underrated thing. Somebody told me once about a breakup. At least you know how to feel. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. When you break up with somebody, you're like, "Am I doing the right thing?" Blah blah blah. But when you're when you get to wallow, boom. Uh, strong. Any strong feeling is wonderful. I think. Woo! You know? Yeah. It, 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 it does a good move. whether it's 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 uh, you know extreme sadness is way better than the middle ground oh. of just being okay, Scotty. You know? Yes. And you can make and you can and you you like you said you the, exactly exactly that you can if you have extreme feeling you can make something really you know meaningful out of that. You have a type of fuel. Exactly. That was a weird thing for me to realize was that anxiety and and you talked about everybody asks you where frightened rabbit comes from. I'll answer. When you were a boy, you were shy. Yes. And your mother called you like a frightened rabbit. Yep. But when when artists of any type, music, comedy, and even like painting, filmmaking, acting, whatever it is, realize you can take that experience, and the older you get, you realize those are treasures. Yeah. The time that is shit yeah. is when you were just coasting. Yeah. Like everything was fine. I mean, you get some good memories here and there. Yeah, I watched this a, a great movie, and I'm, I'm certain you've seen it. It was a Sleepwalk With Me by yeah. Mike Birbiglia. Mikey Birds. And then, you know... Uh, that that to me, I just I was just although it's about comedy, that whole thing to me was so familiar. Yes, it, and it was just um, the moment where he starts making jokes about his, you know, the failings of his life at That's that point right. is when things start getting good. That's right. And I don't want to get married until I'm certain nothing else good is. Going yeah, to happen exactly. Tonight. And he says it on stage, and it's this, and that's. The twist in the movie. Right. And The National, we talked about this too, that Matt Berninger said when they started putting their failures in their music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about being afraid of everyone and uh, standing... uh, There's so many lyrics I could quote there, but also you guys started doing that as well. I think it's it's hard, and I I, I don't mean to, you know, um, divide... the sexes here but but men in particular find something in in the way that that so i mean not just me but you know the national certain comics say things in a way that 
It's what it's what they feel. They know they feel it. Yeah. But they don't know how to tell people that they feel that because it might seem, you know, emasculating to admit that how just how completely destroyed you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way of putting it if and if you put it in a poetic or funny way and along to a heroic joyful soundtrack that's right then all of a sudden it's not so weak anymore right and it's fine to admit it and it's that it's that fear of a man even though i you know we're too, how old are you 32 okay so i'm 35 we're yep. about the same similar ages and we're growing up in a in a postmodern time mm-hmm. i don't even know if that's the right use of postmodern i'm just saying we know it's okay to feel things. There's still a bit of a handicap in a lot of men, yeah. myself included, where I go, I don't know how to communicate this yep. or this unless I'm doing it in a heroic way. Right. Here's the example that I bet you'll relate to. I did a bit. Uh, it was about an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, a very dear friend of mine still, and I did a bit called I Hate My Girlfriend's Friends. It's only it's a, it's a B-side from, yep. from my second album. Right. And it's just me, basically like a crazy person, screaming about how I don't know how to relate to their parents. I, I don't want to spend time with their friends. And that that even though that sounds so aggressive, because it's 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 uh, presented as a forceful. I'm going to get a group of people rah rah rahing with yeah. me. Really, it was fear and anxiety and a yeah. little bit of loneliness and depression. Because that that feeling really is. Oh my God! I'm afraid. I don't like my girlfriend's friends. What does that say about me? What does it say about our relationship? Yeah. And instead of crying or having something that I think would consider uh, typically a female thing, and I mean that in a beautiful way, emoting and getting together, yeah. and really flushing it out, exercising it that way. Yeah. I had to do it with my dick, my art dick, <laughs> right? Oh, I art dick. The art dick. Uh, <laughs> well. I, I don't know about your real dick, but you got, pr- <laughs> you got a pretty good looking art dick. That art dick is yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you do too. You take. Sure. Like when you, you played Poke, yep. one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. And now that ended our second order. Yeah. And who knows if we're going in? It's a perfect little ending there. Yeah. And thank you for letting me play that song because I never get to play it on broadcasts. I love it. It was a brilliant, brilliant moment for me. I was shocked uh, when you told me that they don't ask you to play it more often. But nope. to put a pin in that, because I'd love to talk about yeah. Poke specifically, you and and some of the anecdotes there, but you wrote a song that is about things that made you feel sad. Right. And then there is something a little bit, not like war, it's not like, uh, it's not art dick, but you're making other people feel that. So it turns this disempowered position into an empowered Absolutely, position. Absolutely, yeah. Well, also the what the other thing that that you know writing helps with, I think, is sometimes I don't know how I even feel about a situation until I put it into. I, I always see songwriting is like putting a neat frame on a really messy picture, hmm. you know, because you can then make sense of it, and then and then of course it's art, That's and it's cool, not right? you know, and and it's not. Um, it's not a mess anymore. It's it's it, that's why I love I love the structure of songs because they're it, because it's neat and sometimes it's mathematical as well mm-hmm. and it and it just feels like the right I could never the a, a blank page with the idea that I would write long form write a story about what had happened terrifies me. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd do that. I love the structure of a song. Right. Um, Even more than poetry, because you have these yeah, things like pre-choruses, exactly. and bridges, and and you can hang everything on that, and it just makes everything feel, you know, really tidy. It's just like tidying up. It does. It is. I, it's tidying up. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I was actually just thinking about that this morning, as I was like, we often don't know how we feel 
people are expected to like interpret things in real time, and that is an admirable quality. People that are decisive, and the older we get, hopefully we know how who we are and how I'm we are. I'm so envious of that, though. Are you not? <laughs> do you not just hate those fucking yeah. people? <laughs> no, I, I do. I do. I've spent so much time hating them, and now I'm doing my best to remain pliable, but also is pliable the right Malleable. Yeah, of course. Influenceable, and also be like. No, I don't do that sort of thing. Like, yeah. Or I'm not into that sort of thing. Because I was like, I remember, again, to overshare to you, I remember a girl writing me a, a pretty lovely poem. Yeah. And she was saying something in it about um, she would be the voice for me, the, the witness and the interpreter of my life. Right. Okay. So you read something like that. And, of course, I'm not a monster. You read it and you're like, that's lovely. Yeah. And it's beautiful. But, of course, we've broken up since. And then I look back and I'm like, I don't want someone to be a witness to my life. What a, like kind of what a weird yeah, thing to say. Yeah. That's not I don't mean to shit on that person. It was a lovely gesture. But you don't even know what you want in a relationship. It's hard for me to look back at the things that I thought I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, this is right. This is me. That this is the kind of thing I want. And then the older I get, I'm like, that wasn't me. Was that ever me? Are we always just yeah, I, I, I think I think I, you know. We're, uh, I guess we're talking about this. There's, there's. I, f- I feel like there are certain people in life who don't seem to suffer from doubt somehow, <laughs> and you know they talk real loud on their phone and cafes and stuff. Yeah. They don't think for a second that that's yeah. incredibly uh, that kind of behavior. And I, and I wish sometimes <laughs> I wish I had a little bit in the, of that in me. But then I, I look at what I have built out of my insecurities. And I'm happy for them, mm-hmm. but uh, it's funny. It was this? Uh, this just came to mind when uh, me and my girlfriend were talking about how maybe once, once a month, we should do a day where we say absolutely everything that comes into our head to each other. Oh God! You're and see love. how that works out. You son of a bitch! That is love. That is love. Especially how long you've been together? Oh, like nine months now. That, okay, I'm not. I'm not saying it's new love. I'm just saying yeah. it's clearly alive and yeah. good and that is the feeling of going from uh it's so cliche to say from me to we but it's like that idea of like i'm alone in here yeah i'm yeah, alone yeah. will you will you listen will you tell you know that sort of thing yeah well it's also just because we, you know we both have certain t- times where where we have problems communicating and yeah. i think it's just like one of those things to see to see how to see whether that would be beneficial or damaging, yeah. and if we're in the right or if we're in the wrong. We haven't done it yet, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. Absolutely terrifying, I yeah. think. I, well, I'm struck, uh, and I bet you are too. First of all, I just want to say it comes up a lot on the show. All these things, the insecurity and the anxiety and yeah. the fear and the doubt, we always say that's kind of like the radioactive spider bite. It's the unpleasant thing that turns you yeah. into the artist or whatever. Right. But like that idea, I am fascinated with the idea that you're the only one that's you all of the time. And that you have weird, random thoughts. And then you also have contradictory thoughts. One of the reasons why we filter the things we say yeah. is because we need to apply reason and rationality and then present the best thought. Right. And, or what's acceptable as well a and lot of the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the filters, the filters can be quite strong. And that does, that, sometimes you, you trip yourself up as well doing that. So that's another reason why I'd like to be more. I'd like to be more adept at uh, expressing my thoughts outside of songs. Mm-hmm. But the problem being that I've come to use those as a crutch now. In a way, you know, that's 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 where I get this stuff out. Um, but it's but it started to make me feel a little bit less comfortable because I realized that 
there are things that I've been neglecting in my personal life and personal development because I've been in a band, you know? Yeah. But don't, don't you find, or I, I should say, do you find, as I do, because <laughs> that's what people <laughs> say when they mean, don't you find? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find the more work I do on myself, so I go on stage and I am decisive yeah. and I say what I mean. And I, it's true and it's happening in yeah. real time. The more I do that, uh, the more it bleeds into my life. The more good I put into my life, like performing and being honest. Right. The more I am honest and true in my personal life. Yes. Which is kind of the whole idea of this podcast. I was such. I had such a hard time saying what I was actually thinking. Yeah. That I would always just try and think of what people wanted to hear and what was the path of least resistance and yeah. all that sort of stuff, just to be a, a well liked person. And now I do this show. And even if I meet a stranger, they know some of my flaws. Yeah, yeah. They know that I interrupt and yep. I overtalk and I'm, I'm dumb about certain things and I have a confirmation bias and want to believe a lot of things. Like, all the shit is out there. So now even if I meet somebody that's not familiar with the podcast, I know I, I've kind of thrown my hat over the wall. You know, Sure. And now I have to go get my hat. Yeah, which yeah. Which means I'm an honest person. I'm an honest person. I'm an honest person. I'm an open person. I'm an open person. And all the other things I'd like to be, and I try to be on this podcast, good and decent, those yes. things too. That, that precedent goes in before me. So do you find that at all? Is your music improving your life? It's, um, I think, I think it's, it's that forced, enforced openness in a way because this stuff is out there. Uh, and once that's out, I can't then be a dick about talking about it. <laughs> you know, I can't just say, hey, I don't want to, I don't wanna, uh, I'd rather not because it's all there anyway. Yeah. So I think that, um, I, w I will say this, like, definitely. Moving to the United States and, um, you know, living with an American girl has made me more open. There's a, there's a, there, Scotland is not an open society in that way. It's, 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 rep you repress things yes. and you, and then you get drunk and they all just come out in one go in the right. ro in the wrong way. I think on a, misappropriated, yeah. Exactly. And yes. on, in a day, on a daily basis, I express myself more here than I ever did back home. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> One day here was like right. a month. Exactly. Yeah. It, oh, in terms of development, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it feels really embarrassing to say things like at thirty two to say things to her like, "Hey, I'm I'm learning I'm learning how to do this." Yeah. At thirty two, I'm learning yeah. how to talk. Right. <laughs> and uh, and and that's somewhat embarrassing, but ultimately, I know it's making me better. Yeah. Um, and I don't think thirty two is is bad that's good to hear i th i absolutely don't uh, my my real growth and my progress started when i was in my 30s yeah it also followed a bad breakup right and and i guess i guess things start uh, uh, you what well, i i always i remember when i was younger even when i was like you know five or six or whatever looking at people in their 40s who had had their life kind of sorted out mm -hmm. not that my life was a disaster at six years old <laughs> but i always taste. wanted i i i've kind of wanted to be 40 since i was five you know and aristotle how many times have i said that on this show i've said ever since i was a kid i never fantasized about being in my 20s right i was like if i was in my 20s no one would believe no one would listen to me like i wanted to be someone that people listened to exactly right from my brain and this is what happens. Uh, this is what's starting to happen now, and I'm starting to feel more comfortable with where I am, where my career is, yeah. and uh, the way that I'm writing. I think you know it's like um, you know ret yet to reach a peak, and, and that's that's a great feeling as well. No, th th no thankfully, that's right. thankfully, you know, like, and but it's 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 a real risk in in music, and I, and I am I'm sure comedy is like you get this 
peak or or uh you get to the axis of your fame and then and then there's like a backlash or something yeah and he's lost it and well you've become no, cool yeah you uh that's something jim gavigan said that really stuck to me when he did this show he talked about you never want to be on the cover of rolling stone i'm sure you and i both would love to be on the cover of rolling that would stone, be great of course but he said at that point the risk is then some sort of um they could turn on you they absolutely now you're cool and now you could be hitting a peak and and there is something very similar in in comedy where I love this quote, but Sinbad, you know that comedian? No. Uh, it, it, he's, I don't know when he was big, the 90s, I guess? Right. Anyway, Sinbad said, comedians are funnier when they're taking the bus. So you get bigger and you get more right. comfort. And now you're doing comedy about exclusively hanging out with Jay-Z yeah. or, or your catering service and how your butler is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the next album for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're in L.A. Yeah, I know I am. Well, do you worry that you're letting, you're opening some windows? Not worry. I don't want to plant worry in you, but you, you're letting air in. I, I think that uh, I'm confident that I will always be essentially the same person there you go and there will always be things that i will get utterly wrong in life yeah and uh not that i want that to be the focus but those are the things that are helpful to write about yep it's not really helpful in any way to write about how much you care about someone right um other than to maybe make up for something terrible that you've done yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know it kind of works both ways but uh, uh, you no, know heartbreak is better for an album than- right and, and 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 i think that there's uh there's just there's just a type the type of person that I am. I don't th- I think it's a fairly uh you know full well of uh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think even when we're doing our best and even if we yeah. keep trying to improve our entire lives, you're always going to be a human. You're always going to be a <laughs> yeah. human person. But it kind of goes back to you and your girlfriend's thought experiment, the idea that if we said everything, yeah. Even somebody who has it the most figured out I don't know who our example of that would even be. But this, this is the thing. I think also then your perception of who has it figured out is probably wrong anyway. And they, they simply appear to. Yeah. So maybe nobody does. Here's something that I've noticed. The more uh, upper uh, rarefied air successful yeah. type people is the more I'm in this business and just the more I'm in life. They're all – you know, with a couple exceptions, I've I've always seen a couple chinks in the armor. Yeah. Where even though you think uh, a specific guy, this was years ago, he had a TV show, was killing it, and then somebody mentioned disease to him, and he was like, God, to get to that level. And I was like, oh, this guy d- regrets where he is. Right. Wishes he was somewhere else. And then also that thought that anybody that has something, Obama, let's say President I was Obama, thinking of him. Yeah. Yeah. I- he, but he's also going, I'm almost done. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. You, you can go and keep doing great things. You'll always be called president. Yeah, but like, or a one-term president. It's the hedonic trend. Well, you get used to whatever it is you have. Yes, and then you always want growth. You don't want to stagnate. Right. That's, that's why I enjoyed when you said that. It's about forward momentum. It's not about where you are. It's are you moving forward? Yeah. I mean, you can, I, I, I had this thought last week that my, I think my favorite, if I could have any other job. In the world, it would be former president of the United States. That's a good one, because they're just like, look what, look at what Bush is doing now. He was a terrible man, <laughs> and he just, he just paints pictures of dogs and Putin now, and it's like, and he's so happy, and he looks healthy, and he's not even thinking about all the f- people he's, you know, 
killed. No. And I, okay. No, uh, no. I just that's a noise you make when uh, you consider the reality. Sure, right. Yeah. And, and 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 so and and they just they just always have the, the greatest life. So I I would if I, if not and a musician, you get to not envy the new guy. Like, yeah. oh, I'm glad I'm not there yeah. anymore. But you'll never not be called president, especially a two-term right. president. Exactly. You'll always have killed it in that in that way. Exactly. That's that's a great choice. I wish I could ask you what you would want to be other than a musician. But again, it is interesting when I uh, I haven't done stand up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then I noticed that I was journaling more and more. Okay. And then I was like, oh, I was thinking, oh, so there's this thing we could call it a goo or a light or some sort of creative force mm-hmm. inside of me that needs to go somewhere. It's yeah. a real compulsion. Yeah. So if you weren't writing music, I know you did some drawing. Yeah, I draw. Well, I went or to I went to art school. That yeah. was that is the only thing I'm sort of technically trained to do is to draw. <laughs> Received a degree in it and everything, and then uh, and so I do it occasionally. And it's um, but what happened when I was there? And I'd still love to draw. I don't have as much time thanks to the band. But like uh, the what happened when I was at art school was I was I was starting to write songs at that point in time, and uh, slowly but surely, you know, I realized that this that drawing was not the most effective or direct mode of expression for me. To get that light out of it. It wasn't, yeah. It was something that I enjoyed, and slowly the the balance shift, you know, music was a hobby, and and art Mm. was was serious, and then that whole thing just shifted. Art became a hobby, and music became serious over the course of, like, a year. And, uh, And so I... You know how you... Just like you're saying, if you don't do comedy for a couple of weeks, if I... Just after after that performance on uh, on your show, because uh, I hadn't played in front of an audience for like uh, maybe three months, because hmm. uh, I don't get to go, I, I don't get to go and do. I, I think I guess it's different, you know. Like my my eight live agents won't let me do shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd need to go to like an open mic or do something. But then it's like then that's weird, and so that's very interesting. When, when I don't have that um, relationship regularly, then you it's, you it's easy to forget who you even are yeah which is a bit terrifying that's and then kumail says uh kumail whose photo is behind yeah him, a very funny comedian absolutely he said stand-up is the only maybe it's not maybe we're about to find out that it's not he says it's the only type of art form where you forget how to do it after two weeks <laughs> so if you go I, I need to come and see your next show <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically just absolutely there'll that, be something yeah. completely behind the eight ball about the whole thing right i'll, I'll just be like Kind of, I don't think they notice as much as I notice. I'll, I'll just be like, like I won't eat shit. Yeah, but I'll be kind of like talking over them in a way. And uh, the best way I can describe it is is that you're saying the words rather than communicating right. the words. I'm sure it's the same as singing a song. You're just singing the lyrics rather yeah. than performing the song. Yeah, well, yeah. But it was, you know, like I don't know if you do. You feel is there a difference between you doing your 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 show and doing it? Yeah, I, I'm hoping Does, that doing the show, and we did nine shows a week, yeah. kept my chops up. That's, right, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I went home and watched Cheers okay. and, and went to bed, <laughs> as opposed to booking another show. I thought that was getting a little much, because it it, be, it started to replace oxygen, uh, audience laughter and applause. And I say that because, you know, the audiences were so great, and yeah. I was getting really spoiled. You saw how great it was. And you were, you're, you're able to, I mean, your monologues, they're not just, they're not just, uh, you know, you know, they're not just reading cards. They're, yeah. free, they're pretty free-flowing. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If I had an idea for stand-up, I would do it on the show that, okay. that day. So right. it was very intoxicating. So it's great to have that opportunity. I think, uh, uh, for me, playing on the show was just like, it was, you know, a, a, a wonderful reminder of, mm. like, who I you know why what 
why I'm here and what I'm doing. Mm. And, um, so thanks for that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for that statement because what I think what we're all looking for – it's so obvious, but I think it's worth stating is like is is a little bit of purpose. It's like, yeah. oh, here I am, and I'm playing the song. And music's a, a little bit different. You're not going for a laugh every five seconds, six seconds, or whatever. Yeah, you're singing a song, but you do feel the response. Oh you yeah, gauge it. Yeah, and and you hear your own voice. You can enjoy. I have to imagine. And that feeling, I think, that we're all after of like, oh, I, I'm like home. As cliche as it sounds. Absolutely. That 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 those those you know. Every show is great for wh- whatever reason, but you know those you know those points where you can step on stage. You haven't even said anything yet, and you mm. know it's going to be fine. Yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah, you don't know why it's going to be fine. It's not. Uh, you haven't done anything yet, but just they're just already with you. That is that is the, the the spirituality I think of our or just mystical yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to do with God necessarily. It has to do with a collective, a group. I, I was just having this conversation the other day where it's like I can tell it's a little bit on the nose. You're talking about just a vibe you can feel. Yeah, I'm talking about the way an audience applauds when you come sure. out. You can tell are they together? Are they are there different groups? Is it yep. one group? Are they excited about? Uh, comedy or are they just drunk yeah. you know I mean there's so much information but then there's also just like I don't know if it's a pheromone that everybody is producing yes, that becomes yeah. the audience smell it's not actually a smell but you're noticing it on like yeah. a subconscious level is it you There's there's been times where I've felt fantastic Literally taking right. pictures of the clouds on, yeah, the way, yeah. on the way to the studio. I was so in a state of bliss. And yeah. I was like, I'm being so funny today. Yeah. And then I went out and the audience wasn't there. They, right. were, they were there, but they weren't there. No, no, no. And then yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. I, okay, forgot, yeah. I forgot this was me and you. Yeah, I know. Because I can be as great as I want, but there's something a little bit off. You Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, not, that's not because it's, it's impossible that everyone in the audience has had a bad day. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very special thing you can't put your finger on. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I guess I guess it's that it's it's also that excitement and unpredictability that that, that keeps you you know f- fresh and, and and interesting in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think if you I think if I got like because I I don't want to go back to Bono too many times. Please keep going to but Bono. Where, but where <laughs> you know does he have does he have shitty nights? Bono. I mean, does, does he? Do you think? I, I absolutely think you so. Think, in fact, it's funny that you say that because I was just going to ask you. I just, if you see, I occasionally write down yeah. notes because I don't want to forget things yep. you're saying that make me think of things I want to ask you. Obviously, but um, I was talking about hiatuses and and the ups and downs of being a performer. You're talking about them right now that yeah. you hadn't performed in a while, which means then you have so much time that isn't Scott the rock star. You're Scott the guy in line at uh, Coffee Bean or whatever. Yeah. And then one of the weird facts I know about Bono is that when he comes off tour and they do these massive arena tours, yeah. he ba- and he's married and has a family, he has like an apartment or something. Heard of this. That he just has to go and cool down yeah. for like a week just, or just something. Just a decompression chamber or something. Completely yeah. get it. I completely get yeah. it. On Mad Men, do you watch Mad Men? Uh, I, I've lost, I, I, I've sort of lost it. It so, was in the first three seasons. Yeah, that's where I. That's oh right, yeah. So that's where I, that's where I stopped. Maybe you remember three. this. Okay. Uh, Don comes home. Betty's having tea with a girlfriend. Right. He just goes upstairs, and she says he needs an hour of absolute silence. Right. Before he can yeah. come down. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And I, I wanted to put that to you. So talking. So Bono does have shitty days. Okay. You we know can, what I mean? Confirm that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's shitty, but I doubt it's pleasant. It's a withdrawal. It's methadone. Yeah. That apartment should be called the methadone. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's just trying to come down, and it's and it's unpleasant. Everybody knows detoxifying from a steady stream of, of yeah. performance bliss and and praise, 
has to be unpleasant. And I know you know this. You're not Bono, but I'm saying I saw you play. Where did you play in L.A.? Uh, Avalon last time, I think. Avalon. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic show. Right. And here's all these rabbit fans. And we're, yeah. and we're going nuts. And it's amazing. And you want to talk about everybody being glad you're playing Poke. One of the most, of course, it's my favorite song. But it was memorable. <laughs> Everyone was singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But next day, you get up and you're just jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you know that? <laughs> you're you're right. It happens that you're right. But but you know what I mean? Uh, I know yeah, you do. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I and mean, then if you have these times in between, please go. I'm sorry. Go. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's it's sooner than that even. It's later that night. Yes. You know, it doesn't last that long. The uh may I have some yeah, have some water. Is yes, that, is there, there's water. If you don't want to drink my water, which you're welcome to at Oh, mine. Is there water? Here, have oh, there's a bubbler right there, but have this. Oh, thank you. Please, we'll be water friends. Mm. This water will always be a part of you, and this it water will, will yeah, always yeah, be I'll a part of me. Yeah, yeah, take that with me everywhere. Communion. Okay, so uh, <laughs> basic principle. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying it's sooner than that after you do the show. It, it, it is. Yeah, you come down in your back to just being. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think there's a. I, I find that there's well, it's a, it's a there's a drug thing going on in there, isn't there? Because it's like uh, it's going through your bloodstream. Yep, the adrenaline, and uh, I think it probably only lasts for a maximum like forty-five minutes to an hour, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think I just pee it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and but then you know you're, you're just uh, and, and and even worse than that is when it goes badly. Then there's there's a f- that uh, lasts a little bit longer. Uh, it lasts quite a while. Yeah, yeah. For me, it lasts until the next show. <laughs> like well, I need, until, I need yeah, to wash until, it away. Yeah, exactly. You know, until you you, you make it good. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean the the extended breaks, I can see, and I don't, I I don't have any of these, thankfully, any of these problems. But you can see why rock stars start just using recreational drugs yes. to 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 bring back some sort of some sort of feeling, of, yeah, um, or to embrace the down of it, yeah. Because everybody that's always true. says alcohol is a down or a depressant. I don't even know what that means. My theory is that nobody really does. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that I'll do a show, and if I do a meet and greet after, I'm talking about like a, a, a proper show like you did, and it's all fans. I'm not talking about comedy night at some college. Yeah. I'm talking about proper <clears throat> night, uh, go out in the lobby to say hello or, or sign posters or whatever. Yeah. I, that's when I'll start drinking because yep. there's something is leaving me. And then I'm replacing it with this other, more familiar thing. Exactly. And then you're just kind of dealing with a fami- the devil you know. You're like, yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, I know alcohol. Yeah. The, well, high, the high was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I t- having just said... Having just said that, just uh, a cup for this. Oh, yeah. Having just said that I don't have a problem, there is, there is a point... I'll do it. After Thanks, tour... Scottle. Sorry, Scotty. We're just no, having it, a complete full stop for this water no, pour. <laughs> I need... We need attention for this. <laughs> attention must be paid. Yeah. So after, yeah, cheers. Mm. Were you going to say slancha? I was going to slanch. I know it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not with water, though. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's decent water. Yeah. Uh, so after tour. Yeah, you get that s- the 6 p.m. For, for the next couple of weeks, you get that 6 p.m. feeling that you should be holding a beer. At six o'clock or so, or there thereabouts, because that's a, you know that's like a couple of hours before showtime, and you're just gonna have it. Still have a two two beer rule. Yeah, pre show, pre show, two beer, two beer. <laughs> I don't know, I don't, we didn't go over this, but like, so that comes from <clears throat> this is our first ever show outside of because we we started playing in Glasgow. First ever show outside of Glasgow uh, was in Aberdeen, 
uh, this might not seem far, but it seemed like a world away to us. It was like a five-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, five hour, <laughs> the bus driver was driving. It was a it was a public bus that we got, and uh, not a tour bus, and just not the yeah, bus. You know, kind of not not. We were really excited, but there was you know we we were broke and we had to pay for all this stuff and get a room and, and things like that. So it was there was a lot riding on it, and um, because the there were like half price drinks or something all day in the bar that we were playing in and. Uh, and I was just, I just, I guess I was just full of the joys of, of life. I was like, I was getting to play outside of, you know, our hometown. Yes. And I got, I just went too far with it. And then <laughs> my brother, who is the drummer in our band, my, the next day he was like, if you ever do that again, I'm leaving the oh, band. Wow. Oh, wow. And I never did. Wow. Uh, did it ruin the show? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I not, thought you were gonna say absolutely oh, not. No, not for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm. I thought. I, I thought I killed it. Yeah, it was uh, absolutely marvelous, and everyone was having. Uh, there were people were having a good time, but he was just like, you know, we we took five hours on a bus for for that. Yeah, for you to make it a bit of an idiot of right. yourself. Now <clears> imagine you're a comedian, and there's no, right. there's no brother to say don't do that. Well. <laughs> You have to you have to be uh blessed like me with a uh, what is it a compulsion to really do well. I'm not yeah. saying that you don't. You obviously do. Sure. But it sounds like that's what your brother was saying. It's like we're doing this. Let's yeah. really do it. No? No, yeah, you know he was he was. I mean, I think I think it, it was he's he uh you know, it's not like we're that different, but like shit he, on your brother. <clears throat> you, oh. How long is this podcast? <laughs> It's he, over when it ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to give him like a response podcast so he can do it to me. I think legally, like, yeah, there's, I, an, there's an FAA rule. Right. If this was the radio, we would legally have to give your brother <laughs> a at least an invitation to speak back. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's like. Is that not like Judge Judy or something? You could. We could do. Yeah, it. we yeah, could do yeah, it on Judge yeah, Judy. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> I prefer Moral Court. It was an old one that got canceled. <laughs> moral. Court? There was one called Moral Court where it was just ethical dilemmas. Oh, okay, like right. you owe him. Fifty dollars for lying or whatever. Right. Okay. Like, so nothing legal in it whatsoever. Nothing legal. It was just a very just man, <laughs> and it was a man. He had gray hair. Very, very oh, noble. Yeah. So your brother, uh, help me, help me with that. He just he's he, in the band. He's in the band. He's he's a far more logical character. Logical. I don't want to sound like I'm saying illogical. He's yeah. Definitely, he's he's he's. Your father I, always said, "Less heart, more head." Yeah. Right. Pound Hello. <laughs> On your homework. <laughs> I love that album. Yeah. One of my favorites. Oh. Of all time. Uh, I told you, drunkenly. I was like, I, I listened to three bands. I know. Uh, National, Kings of Leon, and I'll, I'm glad, Rabbit. That's great company. I'm glad yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah, it, it, and, and it's been great having him for situations like that because the other, the other side of it is um, it's very easy to get caught up in people telling you, hey, you're great. Right. I love what you do. And... That's a nice feeling, but when it comes in such a wave over consecutive nights, you start believing it, some of it. Mm-hmm. Having him there has always just kept me, f- you know, he's been... Is he a portable Scotland you take on the road Absolutely. <laughs> That's, you absolutely nailed it. He's my portable Scotland. <laughs> Is he older? He's younger. He's yeah, younger. Yeah. He's got an older mind. Oh wow! Than I do. Old yeah, soul. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, he grounds you. So you're seeing the positive side of that. You don't get too inflated. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's been calling me. You know, been calling me a dick since I was 
since he could talk, you know. We actually, we call each other, we all, we call each other, I haven't called him Grant in years because since we were about 10 or so, we've called each other Heed, which is like means, you know, the Scottish for head. Yeah. Uh, because one day he decided, he woke up and decided, I am going to call Scott Dickhead all day. And he, and I was like, what, what are you doing here? Why are you doing this to me? And then so after a, most around around dinner time, I'd had a full day of this, right? Dickhead, not not my not my name, and uh, I'd like to point that out, yeah. not my given name, <laughs> Dickhead. So I was like, right, fine, I'll just join in on this then. And this went on for a week, and it changed, and it and it and it changed from then, changed from Dickhead to Dickheed, and now it's just Heed, and now <laughs> it is a term of endearment. And that how it's funny I, how like, like I love you heed would be one. Oh, absolutely. Or just <laughs> we just you know it's it's a it's a familiarity that we have with each other now, which came from him deciding to give me shit all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is so great. Yeah. I, I the the dynamics of brothers, and I don't want to put you in a tight spot, so we don't. I don't. You don't have to comment on this, yeah. but you are the frontman. Sure. And uh, you know Matt uh, Burninger absolutely uh, also has a brother. And yeah. That, that movie is so. Was so important to me. I, I, I am not a, a rock star, but you know, I have a brother, and, and he's an older brother, and he loves me very much, and he supports me very yeah. much. But I'm always interested in the brother dynamic, right? You know, I'm like, here he is playing the drums, and I, I know that I'm not saying that's not cool. That's one of the things yeah. that's coolest about a show. I, f- I think he is. He's he's very different in that <clears throat> he doesn't desire uh, the same things that I do. It doesn't need them, actually. I don't think he needs... You mean like fame and... Uh, it's not fame. It's, it, I, I don't know if that's what I... It's certainly uh, some form of notoriety for what yeah. I do. Right. Respect. Yeah, because anyone who works hard wants to be recognized, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I, I, actually, that's probably not true. Well, I'm that's thinking of searching true. for Sugar Man guy. Right, yeah. You didn't seem to give too much of a shit. Yeah. But you know what I think they edited out of that movie? And I, I'll say this: I'm not being inflammatory yep. and slant, whatever. I'm not trying to be a, a mean person here. I just I'm like, did he do drugs? Were there drugs involved yeah. in between that album and then him moving refrigerator? Right, he seemed a bit down on his luck, and that there are various reasons why that yeah. could be the case. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be right. So I think I think it's a pretty safe thing to say that most people that work hard at things like we're working hard at would like. That NPR feature, NP, right. you know, NPR. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Want yeah. That th- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yeah, con- no, I'm, condescend yeah. there. but uh, The Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> want to be profiled. You, like we said, yeah. you want the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah, it would be, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't need the cover of Rolling Stone, but certainly just to feel like I'm part of a, you know, a certain canon of, of artists. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in that. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 I just don't I just don't think he shares that feeling. So there's never been tension as far as like uh, uh, because I quite easily have the largest ego in the band. Then it's not it's not really an issue for it. And and it's great that I've managed to surround myself with people who don't really have one. Yeah, if you have but are quite willing to tell me when mine is going overboard. Uh, maybe that's the secret. I yeah. mean, maybe that is. Uh, you know, you're the you're the Macy's Day Parade balloon, and they're the and they're the ropes keeping you from floating into perfect. Yeah, complete yeah, complete unrelatability. And what better metaphor for an inflated head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. A, br- a parade like, float of your head, just a big smiling head going down a main yeah. street in New York, and everyone yells <laughs> heed. Everyone yells heed at your huge heed. Absolutely. Yeah, if you have an ego race, you're bound to finish first. Pound it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, hormone you're a horny fella yeah 
<laughs> yes, Pete, I am. I want to talk about it. Okay, good. I find sexual desire to be one of the strangest uh, things that I'm the most at odds with in my life. Okay. Meaning, um, I think there's like, everybody uh, has become quite accustomed to the idea that gay people have to come out of the closet. Mm. And when I tell you I'm at odds with my sexuality, it sounds like I'm about to say I'm a gay man. But I think straight people also have to come to terms with this strange thing, our id, yeah. Freud would call it the yeah. id, that wants his way and wants fucking and wants uh, to be praised and, and wants just like, I hate the word carnal, but wants fucking, wants some serious right. fucking and, yeah. and loves fucking. Yeah. Look at, the, look at the global obsession with pornography and you'll see that we're not that far. I'm not saying that human sex is actually that way, but we obviously have these appetites that are so much larger than we allow them to be. And here's where it really rubs me artistically is I'll be horny, 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 horny. But that sex energy is very similar to my creative energy. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's very similar. It might even be the same stuff. So when I was doing the show, nine episodes a week, not so horny. Now I'm off. What's happening? Suddenly horny. So, yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, like, Pete, horny Pete, who you're talking to right now. Uh, is that what, is that your... This is me. Your Horny Pete's in the room? <laughs> I would like to have been warned. No, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be safe. As you said, I had a good wank this morning. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that idea that this me, who's fully me, yeah. won't relate to busy me. Busy me and horny me, same guy. Sure. Almost completely. It's like, a, it's like an old-timey switchboard. And I've taken so many of the plugs out of the show, the monologue. Yeah. Uh, busy. And I've plugged them into board horny, needing outside affirmation. Right. I'm not even trying to be cute and quoting you, but uh, uh, fucking somebody you don't know yeah, yeah. to keep warm and human heat and all that sort of stuff. Those are appetites that come and go. It's, it's a funny thing. You say that. I, I, you, know, you know how everyone uh, thinks you fuck a lot on the road? Yeah. And I, and I never feel... I never, I, ne- I never do. Because... Oh, first of all, yes. I mean, I've, I've had periods of time where I'm being single on the road, mm-hmm. and I still didn't really have... There was I was perfectly satisfied yes. with the hand job that I was given on stage. Uh, you know, like Scott, by the you entire, are, con- and by that I mean applause. I know. <laughs> you didn't sneak it's one not, in. No, the no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what guitar techs are for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do it. Right. <laughs> they tune you up. That is such an idea pulled from my brain. I've said it so many times on yeah. the show that. I, I, I'm only repeating it because I think you'll like it, is uh, I've been hit on after shows and there's times when that makes perfect sense and then there's times when I'm like, uh, why would I fuck you? I just fucked everyone. Right. That's exactly it. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? You did. But then there's other times. Certainly time- made a few people wet, I'm sure. <laughs> Come on. That heartbreak stuff, yeah. you're, you're moistening a, a, a few, uh, you know, south of the equator is uh, way more than I am. <laughs> but Yeah. That so that but then now you're not touring, and that and that's when Horny Scott comes out. Yeah, it's a boredom one, isn't it? It's boredom. the boredom place, and it's the it's the the going out to bars and drinking guy as well, and who who is not receiving attention. Yes, that's right. And then there's so there's a form of that is in the, that little glance you have with someone. Yes, and and I'd like to make it clear that I do not. F- get, I'm very very happy. Yep. in a relationship right now. 
And uh, and that absolutely, I don't want to go in. <laughs> no, you're having a pop up. I get those too because as we were about to talk about yeah. this, I'm also seeing somebody. Yes. and I was like, oh, she'll, she'll probably hear this. this. is a great episode, and she loves you guys as well. Yeah, it's okay. Like let let them let them love us for who we really right. are. You okay, know what then. I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is this? <laughs> I get a little pep speech. I'm almost saying that to myself. I I, I know what you're saying. Be- yeah, go on. It's one of those things where it, because these scenarios could be so disarming mm-hmm. because it's just the three of us here, and then occasionally, and then it strikes you you're like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah that's me at four a.m. People a listening lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if it puts you at ease, I'll give you a. Comment. Oh, not you at can all. Listen to no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> Before we free rain. <laughs> but here's what I was going to say that I started to censor myself is there's when I stopped performing, I noticed that I had a general horniness. My girlfriend's long distance. Yeah, but um, I had a general horniness for her as you know I always. Did. Like I'm, I'm attracted to her and want to have sex yes. with her. But then when the show went off and we're on hiatus, I, I caught the very familiar desire to go and have sex with someone unfamiliar, right? To, to capture, uh, yeah. Some, not, I don't, I don't mean to make women sound like gazelles, but it is that sort of hunting, sort of like I want to go out and make somebody that doesn't like me like me tonight, and then be done with it because. That, what is that? That's horniness plus what? Ego. Yeah. Ego was put in his crib and ego didn't like that. So how are you with... So ego and id team up and climb out of the crib. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm interested in that because how... Because it's quite different for you because you've got... You have your... Uh, 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 an onstage persona, which is, uh, you know, um, you know, funny, chatty. Right. How does that feed into trying to pick someone up? Oh, that's a good question. So, what, you know, because no, because you you also you also admit to certain um, you know insecurities where that's concerned, right? But then you've got you got the gift of the gab, gift of gab. So where do, where does what 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 I, happens? How does Pete Holmes pick someone up? Ah! <laughs> Teach me. I will. I'll happily talk about this. I find this stuff very interesting. Now, uh, I'm not doing this. That's my pop-up. I'm not doing this currently. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, <laughs> that yeah, is, great. That is me saying that. And also, having gone through a period where I was having, uh, you know, sex with people who aren't my girlfriend. Yeah. Who I wasn't dating. Yeah. Um, it was all very new and foreign to me. Had a lot to do with... Uh, Using gab, like you said. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I'm John Hamm or anybody just kind of sitting quietly at the bar and wait for somebody to come yeah. over. It was more about like, what, what is the verbal dick that you can throw out? Sure. I, I, I'm disgusted by that too, by the way. Yeah. If there are women that are like, oh, verbal dick, I don't like the way this whole thing is wired. No. But what is the. And, and let me clarify before that sounds even worse. The, you know what my favorite pickup line in all of time is? And I don't even care. It, if I use this and then I use it on a girl who heard this episode, I still don't care. Yeah. It's my favorite. You know why? It's honest. Yes. And it's real. Yep. And all it gets you is a way in. And uh, a way into just knowing the person. Not just fucking them, but like yes. having a night with them. Um, you go up to a group of people, a group of co- two young ladies is often something you'll sure. see at a bar. You go up and you say, I'm tired of talking to my friends. What are you guys talking about? That's all you got to say. And, that, and, yeah. Very unexpected, though, as well. It's unexpected, which is fun. So yeah. it's, it's titillating. Yeah. So it's, I guess we'd call that charming. Yeah. Two, it's just fucking honest. And yet you're, that's not, it's not predatory either. No. And, and, and if, they're, if two boyfriends come up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I didn't come over and go like, oh, I like your tits. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I just went up and said the truth. I came to a bar with my friends. I see them all the time. I've never seen you. But it's, it's saying that quicker. 
And then you're in. That's, and I'm not saying that's led to sex every time. I'm, and I'm not even saying I've used it more than once. I'm thinking of one or two times right. I've said that to people. But it has, it has produced good uh, getting to know people that sometimes involve sex. That's a great tip. <laughs> <laughs> Another pop-up. I'm not going to be using it. But yeah. <laughs> no need. No, no, need. no, no. No need. No. But uh, let's let's bring it back to you. You're being very gracious and also interviewing me, which I I don't consider this an interview. It's a conversation. Yeah. But people do get mad because I know a lot of your fans are listening. So let's let's try and steer, of course yeah yeah, yeah. It back to you. We were talking about uh, that we were we're brothers in the sense that we don't necessarily want to get laid after great shows. You yes. just kind of want to. I don't know about you. I want to go home and like you just shower and you like lay down. And- yeah, well, or, or or just or just share because uh, also I guess the, the the difference between us is that you, I've got I've got an, another four or five guys to share that with. You right, know, who was like, right. Wasn't that great? Yes, I'd rather spend it with them. Uh, in fact, you know, there's um, I don't want to talk shit about it. actually. Well, basically, yeah. like, there was <laughs> suddenly everyone's very interested. Uh, I've seen. I see, I see guys in bands who get off stage and immediately want to go and find something. To fuck? Yes. And uh, to me, I'd rather spend the whole night in a bar with my great friends who are in this band. Yeah. Not just going over the show, but enjoying our company and feeling... Cause, because it's a very tense atmosphere beforehand in, in the hours leading up and maybe even... Um, the full day, maybe even the full day is yeah. it's a very anxious place to be, pre-show, and so it's not a very talkative atmosphere. We don't really, we're just kind of everyone's on their laptops or doing something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then afterwards, it's like that's our chance to actually, you know, be friends again, and just talk about uh, anything because we're loose and we're and we're happy and mm-hmm. we've all had that shared an experience. That's right. And I'd just and, rather do that. And you shared the release of that tension. You all yeah. had it. You all lost it. You were all there. Yeah. You all felt that audience. You felt that show. And you've been there every other time you played the twist and no one gave a shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But this time they cheered and they danced yeah. and they responded. And now let's let's celebrate that. Right. Exactly. And so yeah, I I don't I don't really feel the need to also it's just gonna <laughs> Well, first of all, you can't fuck on a bus. Frank can't fuck on a tour. You, uh, you can, but you should not. Yeah, those yeah, are tiny uh, little uh, yeah, co- coffin beds. Yeah, coffin beds, and it's a and it's a it's a it's a you know collective space. So yeah. there's a lot of people living on it, and that's just like fucking in someone else's house. Yeah, uh, in their parents' room or something. You know. <laughs> the other option is you go somewhere to some weird part of town that you don't know how you're going to get back. That's right. You probably have to spend like fifty bucks on a taxi. It's not right. worth it. <laughs> It's not worth it, or, or you're just going to get in trouble. Uh, well, it could go sideways. Yeah. It, uh, you're going to get in trouble. There's lots of different ways to get in trouble. You don't make it back to the bus. You fuck up the exactly. schedule. That happens. That happened in uh, Mistaken for Strangers. Yes, uh, of Tom, course. Tom yeah. isn't necessarily getting laid, they don't say, but he is getting drunk and yeah. makes the bus have to turn back and get him. That can happen, so it's a professional fuck up, and now your brother's like, I told you not to do this again. Right. Or, you know, and I, I, I'm being very careful not to paint women as this, like, uh, unknown thing that could go bad. Yeah. People are an unknown of course, thing that yeah. could go bad. You could go to a bar and meet a bunch of guys, and then you offend one of them because he wants you to play a song and you don't want to play a song. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's beating you up for some reason. Oh, or, yeah, it or can you're turn. Him up. It can really it turn. turn. 
I've heard stories like that uh, with comedians. Yeah. And then I've also heard uh, stories where guys go with girls. And, and I, I'm a little offended on behalf of uh, women, aren't I, Noble? But just the idea that uh, sticking your dick in crazy is, is an expression. I've never heard that before. Yeah, you just stick it's your dick a, in some crazy. Oh, no. But the, here's the problem. Here's my belief on sex. Sex is a thing. I believe it's a beautiful thing. But it bonds people. Yeah. So be careful who you're bonding with. Yeah. There's some people... Uh, and I, I don't necessarily think you should just kind of throw it around hoity-toity. If that's what you want to do, I have done that. But I'm just also saying, as I've kind of continued to evolve in my appreciation of sex, I look at it as a thing. This is a thing that creates familiar and strong feelings towards two people. Right. And I'm not saying that means you have to, like, stay in touch after you've done it. But some people could... Look at their lives. Yeah. They listen to your albums. They love you. They know all about you. Like I said, like listening to your stuff, yeah. you have a very vivid picture of who you are. And then you shag. And then like you just want to get oh, back to the bus. Yeah, I know. And then and you can potentially ruin it all for them. Right. That's right. By not being tender or something. I don't know. Or well, what or just is, being shit at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just being really, more likely, being just really awful at sex. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, he was terrible at sex. A, fr- a friend of mine is uh, <laughs> he's a musician too. He's been he's been married uh, to his wonderful wife for like fourteen, fifteen years. Oh my goodness! Uh, and I we were we were hanging out, and she and I was single at the time, and we started talking about sex, and and she was like, "Well, I think I think the really freaky stuff, the really good stuff that you can do with someone, you only really get to do that after." quite some time of getting to know them that's when the good stuff happens interesting and uh i kind of agree with that i was just you could be completely comfortable you could be completely comfortable with someone and trust them and then just wear ladies go, underwear just, on your head yeah <laughs> or, or whatever it is right I, it's so interesting scott that you said that because i was just giving that some thought myself where i was like I was talking about the quality of, of having sex with somebody you don't know. Yeah. And if you do have sex with somebody you don't know, it's an opportunity sometimes or can be viewed as an opportunity and sometimes is an opportunity for both the guy and the girl to do things that maybe you don't normally do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is where people tend to build their sexual vocabulary during yeah. these more decadent ways. Right. Then you're in love. Okay. So yeah. now you don't necessarily – I have a problem. I have the angel whore thing. Okay. So if I fall in love with somebody, I have to actively remind them that I see them as both pristine and filthy. Okay, And yes. that, that I love both of those sides yes. of that person. But it's hard for me because the protective instinct comes in. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that, uh, especially if you do look at pornography, that are erotic. And I completely understand, but they are degrading. Yes. Because most of this country, most of, I can't speak for the world, but a lot of men do have the angel whore problem. Right. So we're out treating women properly, as we should. Yes. And we, and we have the Madonnas, and we have our mothers in our minds. Yeah. And then we meet somebody, and Freud again would point out that we end up being with people that remind us of that familiar love that we knew growing sure. up. Uh, whether it was your mother or whether it was uh, pe- women that you knew growing up, uh, that turns into a thing that you're chasing. Then you end up with that. And that thing sometimes, not always, sometimes isn't the thing you want to do ass to mouth with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing that people actually do outside of pornography. I was just trying to think of a terrible thing. Yeah, that's a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you thought of one. Yeah, 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 I nailed it. I nailed it. But am I right? I mean, is that a problem? But you're saying the opposite. You're saying if you love – not ass to mouth. Let's get ass to mouth off the table. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's- covered. The table is covered in some sort of – just a member that's Just been everywhere. Ass juice or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Swipe, sque- okay, like, squeeze yeah. away all that yeah. juice. And then you're saying, which I also agree with. Yeah. There is potential here. You love somebody. Then the sexiest thing you can do is communicate. Is that what Absolutely. The- yeah. yeah. I, well, doors just open, I think, as well. You know, uh, there, there's uh, – there's, you're right. There's something great about being uh, – kind of dirty with someone who you absolutely adore and 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 treat really because well, the the treatment goes both ways i it's, it's not it's not like i it's that. not like i i i'm i'm let's not go too far into this but like no i know what you, you mean. know it's not like I, I i then you get into the bedroom and i'm a dominant fucking you know right Pray. uh yeah <laughs> I think it's enjoyable to swap those roles and and just. I just had that thought though that it's there's something about, for lack of a better term, degrading things, things that are erotic but that could be. Degrading. Yeah. And I'm almost sorry that I said ass to mouth because that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about things that aren't traditional eye contact, I love you, whispering, yeah, love making that are desires for people. Yeah. So the things that are traditionally uh, considered degrading for women, I think, are also can feel degrading for men. Yeah. Even though you you couldn't be the one doing it, or you could be having it done to you, people. And this is one of the weird things. This is one of the weird corners. This is one of the things that might come up if you did this experiment with your girlfriend, where you say everything you're yeah. thinking. People want on it, it, for some reason. It's like Thai food. The five flavors of Thai food. One of the five flavors of sex is I like feeling used, or I want you. I don't think that's that weird, but you only catch glimpses of conversation like this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, and I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, maybe I don't express that enough, but I, I, I enjoy that that reversal as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, kind of do. It's not we're not talking about you know sadomasochism or anything, but right. just that kind of like you know you're gonna do what I say. Yeah, and that's her talking to me. That's not, right, not the other way around. So, that's right. And I and I'm like because I because <laughs> you I, say yes, because I have so much. I I uh, women are just better than men anyway. <laughs> and, I'm acutely aware of that. I have been my whole life, and uh, and I'm quite happy to just uh, let that be. No, no, no more true than in bed. Yeah, yeah. I I completely understand what you're saying. A hundred percent. I I think it's hard to have these types of conversations. It's been the only time that you and I have kind of been darting, not looking at each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is totally normal. <laughs> And uh, these are the types of conversations that make me wake up at four in the morning and go like, "What did I say on the podcast?" But like. I, I'm tired. Here's what it is. I'm tired of not getting the whole picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not 1950, and I'm not saying, honey, I'm home. Yeah. And, like, that thing, that idea, whenever we see that those idyllic ideas of, like, the, a perfect town or something, it's always no surprise that they are dressing up in bondage and whipping each yes. other at night. Because we can't repress – whatever it is, sexuality – uh, independence, like like somebody might be saying, like I want you to tell me what to do. Another difficult thing to communicate could be like sometimes I just need to be alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not quite as extreme, but people have a difficulty expressing their truth. Uh, but there's all different sides of people. There's different with girlfriends. 
I don't want to homogenize them and pasteurize them into a thing that I then place on my mantelpiece and go, this is my wife in this example, and this is my laptop, and I give my laptop the the filth business. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then my – but everybody – Either struggles with pornography, uses pornography, loves pornography. Right. It's like in there because it's this thing that's screaming, waiting to get out, like that sexual desire. Absolutely. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, and I and I, I don't quite. I've written sex songs, and and I think it's. Uh, it's important to be. In touch with that, on a regular basis, yeah. because it keeps you sane. I mean, just on a just. I think just. Uh, it, ejaculating coming whatever you want to call it it just your thoughts are just so much clearer everything's <laughs> after the fact it's like you can you can you can have a, a reasonable conversation and, yeah. and, and yeah. just all the anxieties have disappeared for for a little while so I, I value that yeah really i really value the ability to um ejaculate <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting, though, to bring it back to the music, and, you, and you've written some wonderful sex songs. The the um, you know, I don't know what it's called. It takes more than fucking someone you don't yeah, know. Yeah, keep yourself warm. Keep yourself warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lyrics go: It takes more than fucking someone you don't know yeah. to keep yourself warm, and that's true. So this is this is kind of the opposite side of what we we're saying about random sex, and that maybe being an opportunity to be like, I'm going to be this other type right, of yeah, person, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you're saying in that song, you're kind of like, that That doesn't really cut it. That love, and this is something that I want to be very clear on, there's fucking and then there's sex for love. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about, I'm not saying like a one-night stand can't be loving. I've actually had sure. one-night stands that I thought were transcendent. Right. Uh, that I thought were loving and beautiful yeah. and fun. I've had ones also where I was like, I think everyone regrets. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Uh, How many people were there? <laughs> <laughs> the whole group. Yeah. Well, most of the group really regretted yeah, 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 yeah. it. But then, but then, there, sex being a loving thing, love is better. I'm with you. I think you agree. Yeah, love is the better thing. Absolutely. You only have to. I, I, for me, I only, I didn't have to go through a, a very long period of time of doing that. That kind of, uh, you know, s- sleeping with people that I didn't necessarily know that much. Yeah didn't take me very long before i'd had enough of that yeah it isn't they always say get it out of your system yeah oh my god i think they're right i think there is something about being like you hollywood or whatever it is tells you that the rock star especially yeah is supposed to be in a different town every night with a different girl every night sure and then you realize that that just like most things that are in main mainstream stories is is horseshite uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> I love that you added the E on there. Yes. Oh, more water? Yeah, yes, please. Tell me, answer this question. Yeah. How did how did Scott Hutchison uh, pick up girls? Um, well, he, he, I, I, it didn't happen sober, ever. <laughs> uh, because there's there's just a I I I do genuinely like that confidence, um, and also going back to the fact that I think you know women are better than me uh, it's interesting that, we that, share that and, that and the way that you talked about ejaculating and men i also share that where we're like these villains yeah almost. yeah i know like, and then we ejaculate uh, and for yeah. one brief moment we think like women do yeah and can communicate right. and be nurturing yeah i completely we're, we're very similar um but I, you would get drunk yeah of course and then <laughs> uh, of course and uh, uh 
I, 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 there, were, there were no lines. There was nothing like that. There was... Uh, it, it, and also, I find that this is one of the reasons why I, I hate... I don't like loud places anymore, really. I, yeah. love, it. I love a place where you can get... Because for me, it, it required... Unless and this is this is the bad thing, and you know unless they recognized who I was. Well, and this is the part I, that nobody wants to say, but that's the part I'm going to encourage you to say. Occasionally, because it's after a show, occurs. yeah. If you're hanging around, or just being in, just, being, just being, in, being at home in Glasgow or Edinburgh, and then and then there's there's a certain amount of you know the people who recognize you. But face I have to imagine that similar to uh, enjoying occasionally to be told what to do sexually, it's very nice to see an empowered woman pick you up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I guess it is. There's a. It makes there's basically there's a lot of times where I've experienced the the ice has already been broken for me by a few songs. (laughs) There's there does not need to be an icebreaker because the icebreaker has been done but recorded by me a couple of years before that. Right. So it was outworking for you. Yeah, and this is not. I I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to make it sound like I was doing this on a very regular basis no. or anything. I understand. But, um, uh, and so so that that that's that's another thing. Like I I I'd never up to that point up to the point where I was single for a period of time. That this is this is about like um, I guess 2011 through to 2000 till last year. Yeah, and. Um, Prior to that, I had, n- I had not been single since I was in high school, essentially. Hmm. So I had no skills in terms of I I I knew how to um, I knew how to make two particular women happy, and I wasn't with them anymore, so those skills were redundant. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I had, very similar over here. I just want you to know. yeah. I, I was in relationships until I was twenty nine. Right. I don't regret that at all. But yeah. Twi- twi- Actually, that's not true. I was 30, 30. I was thirty-two, yeah. thirty as well. Yeah. So, uh, and 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 so I kept uh, getting out of that um, period of time. I, I find myself definitely floundering a lot and, and not really knowing what to say. And if I was put in a put in a normal situation where I had to simply use my skills rather than any kind of notoriety, mm. and uh, that was that was never successful. You now have my line. <laughs> you now have my line. What's that? I, I'm tired of talking to my friends. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Th- thank you. No. I had, no. No. I had forgotten. I'm completely it. kidding. And by the way, you're not coming off as, as a guy. I think it is interesting as a guy who's using like the band to get himself laid. Although anyone would understand that. The thing that I skirted away, but I want to join you, is the idea that doing a show is, uh, for lack of a better term, it's your introduction. I was going to say foreplay. It's an introduction. Fair. Yeah. It's a sort of like. You just got a crash course in me. It's all social advertising. You saw that I wasn't a lunatic. Yeah, I, yeah. You saw me engage with people. Right. And this, it makes me a little bit ill that this is what is happening, but it's not the only thing that's happening. I'm not out there. In fact, I can remember the, some of the worst shows I ever had were when I was thinking that I might have sex after the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, there, the, I absolutely did not start this band to pick up women. That I, not, I knew that. That is not even... Anywhere on that list of reasons to do something. Yes, and uh, and you've already talked about fame. Go on, right? Not being it either. No. Yep. No. It was. Uh, it was to. It was to survive and do and to. It, it made me so. I was because I've never. We talked briefly before about how. Uh, 
you know, the very personal things become public and how how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to have them have these things out there because otherwise they're just they're just inside. It's very it's a lonely place to be in your own thoughts and and then and you and you you and you find the more you put out there, you more more you get back and the more you get That's right. Uh, uh, I mean, you're not alone in and anymore. Uh and so so when I wrote it was it was to uh it was to get get as much out as possible yes i i don't i know every every third white person in america claims to be irish oh yeah but i i do have a good amount of that in me and i have that as well and i see that in my father and my father's side of the family as well yep. which is you want to talk about pop-ups where you're like I, I don't hit on girls anymore or whatever they have a lot of those that like can stop us from communicating really yeah uh truly i mean and, and that repression after I, I went, uh, I got divorced. Uh, did we talk about that? We did briefly, yeah. Uh, when I was 28, yep. I got divorced. And then um, I actually had a, people know this so well, psychosomatic pain in my balls because I didn't let it out. The reason I, I mentioned that is is you talk about liking your secrets out. You said this seriously? That seriously happened? It lasted years, years and years. I go to the doctor every year because of this, because I still get it a little bit. And you know when I get and that's it, connected to my thoughts. Really? Yeah, I'm. I it's my. I'm very, wow. very convinced. It can't be a coincidence. My wife leaves me for another man. This starts, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I feel like something kicked me yeah. in the balls. It's like a bad play. I've said that many times. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like a bad. It's too on the nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I, I go to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean." There's this type of vein in your nuts that could be causing it, but we don't know why it started. And it also would go away the more work I did and the okay. more emotionally open yeah. I was. So I'm with you when My word. the more we can kind of share about that stuff. And then the things that mean the most to me, and I'm sure you get this as well, and I'd like to put it to you, is the idea that the young divorced people became something a bit of a brotherhood and a sisterhood just yeah. a group that we were like oh my god and th- and that waking up of realizing like you're okay like you you had i had a mommy wife she took care of me yeah and then i was just like a baby boy like right. they, they rented an apartment in brooklyn to a baby okay and the baby was like <laughs> how do i use the stove and the baby was like how do i write a check <laughs> just signing it baby in crayon he didn't know what he was doing <laughs> But then that baby would grow so fast, you yeah. know what I mean? And b- before long, I could reach the stove, and yeah. I knew how to pay a bill and, <clears throat> and all that sort of stuff. And then I meet this army of people in this country and other countries, to be honest, that are like, that's my story, too. So I love that about what you're doing, and I'm sure you get that as well. I mean, I feel like I've seen you through breakups. Yeah. Because of the music. Y- your music? Your, your, <laughs> your, oh, your <laughs> yeah, your... Uh, no, no. I, I don't mean I soothed you. I just feel like I was there, even though oh, yeah. I listened to it long after the fact. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, I I guess it's funny when uh, people come up to me uh, to talking about their current breakups that are happening, and I'm never in that place anymore. Mm. So uh, <laughs> they're, they're maybe expecting like, a, let's have a nice little bitch session about yeah. who are the... Yeah terrible things that these other people did to us uh not that they did any terrible things but like you know, uh, uh yeah exactly uh but it's uh but you're not in that place i'm anymore. not in that place anymore you're and, drinking and, tea. And so i just have to be console them and say hey you know i'm 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 fine now right you'll be fine too right but that's a good message too yeah that's better 
that's there's nothing like someone new in this one. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pound it. We've pounded every time. (laughs) But that's the that's the anthem. Yeah, the anthem. That's why I said you have albums. You have songs that go down, and then you have other ones that go up. Yeah, and these things. I mean, the the idea. My favorite. My favorite albums. They feel like there's. It's. It's not. There's. This might sound a little bit pretentious but they're not just a collection of songs they're like a slice of someone's life it's a journal yeah yeah it's a piece you're getting a piece you're not getting the you're not getting the whole story you're getting it in terms of what came before and after you're getting that part yep and that's the most satisfying thing for me is to and that's why i don't i don't i don't um like stockpile songs i write for an album during a chunk of time about mm-hmm. what's been going on in that chunk of time it's not like i'm i don't constantly write either i don't i don't feel the need i get i, I make notes and stuff like that but i would rather and this is why I, I love albums is i would rather this was a consistent document that was done over a space of time that uh is and you can and you can hear that mm. you can hear the story and you can hear it in the track order and you can hear it within the songs that then re- that's right there are little there are little part points of the story that relate back to the, so- the song three that's right you know before that right that's 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 how you get as far as i can tell that's how you get people involved that's right yeah you give you lend them your language pretty almost. much that's right that's the first thing um my friend jamie you met her she wrote for the show yeah or she writes for the show i should say um she uh she introduced me to you guys and we after we started listening to it we were like it's interesting that he, he she said it's i love how he has things Meaning you have your things. You yeah. have the way that you say, like human heat would be one of them. Right, that, that's that comes up, up a couple of, yeah. It comes up more than once. Yep. And uh, in the weirdest way, once I realized that there were little touchstones in my stand-up, yeah. when I say jerking off, people will like it if I say take myself to dinner. Like they'll know okay. what I mean yeah, by yeah, that. Yeah. That's a euphemism that I made up and everybody likes yeah. it. But like you're including them. You're saying... This is the Frightened Rabbit Club. You know what this means. Exactly. And Midnight Organ Flight, does that mean sex? Absolutely. See? Yeah. I know that because I listen. Right. But that's that's what we know. Yeah. Because I'm in the club and that's what we want. That's exactly it. And 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 hopefully the the, the thing is like it doesn't matter how big the club gets, it still it still feels private. That's right. Um uh-huh. mem- members only, thank you very much. <laughs> You've got you've got like a gold card now. Uh, I got it. Oh, thank yeah. you. That means a pound. You've, got, uh, <laughs> you've got you got access to the masturbatorium in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. masturbatorium. <laughs> I'll go take myself to dinner in the masturbatorium. <laughs> Everybody goes nuts. The podcast is retired. Yeah, greatest episode of our life. <laughs> well, um, it's been almost ninety minutes. We usually get to God. Let me let me go over the things I have on here. Uh, it doesn't matter. I watched your interview with Rain Wilson. That was great. Yeah, he did call you Scott Hutchinson. Though. Oh yeah, what the, a dick. the bane of my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. While I was watching, it's funny that. we got uh, um, we're we're, we're going to get this might seem a little bit cute, but um, for the past well since I've been seeing my girlfriend, I've yeah, been, every time because obviously like when you when you've got a dressing room or if you've got like hotel keys, they write your name on it. Yeah, and every time they put that extra N in, yeah. in Hutchinson, my yeah. name's Hutchinson. They usually do it Hutchinson. Yeah, I uh, took a photo of me flipping. Flipping off the Hutchinson, and so we've got a whole collection. Uh, we're we're going to make coasters out of them. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. fantastic! Also, a problem, uh, Matt Berninger. Oh, I can only imagine. Couldn't be a bigger fan. Uh, I've been calling him Matt Berninger forever. Oh wait, which is it? It's Berninger. <laughs> it's like burning her. Right. Okay. 
I've been ma- I've been in the Berninger. Berninger. I've been doing that for forever. Berninger. Yeah. Berninger. Okay. I I remember because I said oh it's like burning her and he was like yeah, it's like uh, burning her. Right. Anyway, so uh, by the way, I just shit on rain. Now I'm having a pop up. It was so great. I was like, I got to get him on the podcast. Yeah. He had you and then he had Deepak Chopra. Yes. And I was like, these are the people that I'm into. I should have Rain Wilson on. Obviously, he's very funny as well. So we're going to try and do that. Oh, great. That kind of segues nicely, uh, nicely into, the, into the God thing. We, don't have, we can talk about this however long you'd like to. Okay. I'm just interested. My, my big question isn't necessarily what is God or anything. It's just like, what, it, what is this? You know what I mean? I know you think about these things. I do. So I, I, just please talk about it. I think it's... Uh... For me, I, I, I talk to someone. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't I don't I don't pray to anyone. I don't worship anyone, um, but I talk to the air. Yep. About things, I maybe occasionally ask for things, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not going to call that a god um, because ah, it's, ne- it's never answered. It's just about it's just about a, a release for me, and so this is that's great. This is about this is just a, and I also I'm very I'm very try to remain aware that this is all we have is 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 a is a set number of years to do something interesting, mm-hmm. worthwhile, and uh, and I and I and and I think that I, I hate the fact that maybe some people might use the afterlife as an excuse to. Um, you know, of course, they they have to be good, and 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 I I like that aspect of religion when it's people are just being good and happy. I remember so many times when I was I used to live next door to a church when I was in college in Glasgow, and uh, the number of times on a Sunday morning when I was doing the old walk of shame home from a very late night, early morning, and uh, and I looked just like miserable and dishevelled, and. Uh, and I would see, and I would see the people coming out of church, yeah. bright and happy, like hugging each other and stuff. Well, happy because church is over, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. The kids just running to the car, but they, they, uh, but they looked so happy. And I remember a couple of times I was just like, oh God, I should be more like them. Yeah. Well, let's deconstruct what was happening there, though, a little bit. Church isn't just church. It, it, uh, I mean, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that religion. Yeah. You were walking past a building that held Correct. a lot of covetable things. Community. Yeah. Um, putting your intention on something higher, which psychologically, yeah. even if you're speaking to the air and not calling it God, the idea of connecting to something outside of yourself is psychologically beneficial. Well, I, mean, I think it's human as well. and I, I, You know, I, I think... Uh, I think there's there's a spirituality sounds is so is too often um, associated with hippies, mm-hmm. um, but it's I think it's a, I think it's essentially just like part of being a human, really is to have is to have a sense of something else, um, even if that's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, it could be the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, it could be that. I wasn't even trying to be Scottish right then. I was just no, saying but it could be. I think there's Sasquatch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's 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 essentially in a lot of ways it's just daydreaming. But it's um it's it's uh, using your imagination to remain sane. Yeah, and that's all fine. Yeah, I, 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 sorry. Yes, it is all fine. <laughs> I was saying that right there, Agua. Oh yes, Agua please. That I've been yes. See, we're commuting. Wonderful. <laughs> no wine. 
I mean, I, Jesus could have. Mm. <laughs> um, I am all about that. I, this is something that I've been thinking about lately is that there is our, our language center and we can talk about um, religion being an opiate and a delusion mm. and, and, and daydreaming and all that sort of stuff. The thing that's interesting to me is apart from all of that, just you, your subjective experience, is there a hum of something more? Does it do fantasies all be them of this being some sort of uh, karmic testing ground where we keep going and going in- until we've worked something out appeal to you? Does that seem like rubbish? That seems like something that would give me a panic attack. Oh, really? I don't think I think it, it's it's important for me to base this life on uh, on humans and because uh, I'm not I, I, I don't have pets either so I don't really I don't, I'm allergic to animal most animals with fur so it's 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 not it's not really that important to me to to have too much more than uh, than what I can kind of interact with and see hmm. you're lit you're you're using the tools you've been given kinda yeah and uh and like I say, I enjoy it's 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 enjoyable to, um, for me sometimes when I've been alone is actually when I've probably used that side of my imagination a mm. little bit more simply as a you know it's kind of just like an imaginary friend or you're, a place ta- you're talking to someone yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so I've used that but I, I I don't I don't really think that. Unless it's revealed to me, I'm going to start coming up with potential scenarios. Mm. So thinking of God being something, and I'm putting words in your mouth here, God being something that we create through interaction with other humans. And we can take the word love, yeah. I mean the word God out, and we can just say being and, mm. and love. So there's no doubt that you are plugging into the human experience with other people. Yeah. So you're saying when you're alone, you put it, you want to let it out, so you let it out to the air. Completely understandable. Yeah. I'm right there with you. But then with your girlfriend, wh- whom you love yeah. uh, very dearly, does that feel – is there something bigger to that? Or are you just like, this is – and not just her, all the love that you've had. Yeah. Let's all the women will marry. We'll always love them when we probably won't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Found it. We're going to find it. We're going to have to. Platinum yeah, card. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but the idea that love and, and human love, to me – that can feel the closest to God I can get when, when you're really connecting with someone yeah. and you really are letting them into your full experience. And, and calling it God does change it. It does. I don't know, I don't know you, you how talk- to get it out of here. <coughs> I mean, is it, um, Maybe I'm forcing it. Maybe no, it it's, a, it's, a, it's a blissful state, uh, which is uh, absolutely sought after by everyone um, because you, if you can't have that, if you can't find it or if it's not, available to you in your circumstances then how often how often is it the case that that person then uses something else to achieve the same frame of mind mm. and uh and and i think that why else would you do it again and again <laughs> having been having been absolutely burned in the past why else would you want knowing potentially that that could just happen again that that level of misery right. could happen again right the only reason you would is because it's just it's fucking fantastic when it when it cracks yeah. when it cracks into the good part godliness i don't know i wouldn't i don't i don't uh look at my girlfriend and see god but, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but she's an angel ah 
She sure is She's an angel. She's also a whore. Yeah. I mean, in, the, in the good way. In the good way. Yeah. <laughs> took a real chance with that one. I took a real chance. I was like, you know what I mean? I'm re- referencing earlier. It's cool, man. I'll, we'll, you'll meet her again. We'll, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get your comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, that was me, not you. <laughs> that was me, not you. So that, that's lovely. Um, where, you made me think of something. I wonder if Christ is a metaphor for romantic love. I think there's something about that. Like the idea of, <clears throat> of a partner being willing to die for you, being the true expression of love. And there's almost something, there's a longing in all of us in our imperfect relationships yeah. that continually fail. That the idea that God would send a perfect person, yes. that we would then, he would see all of us. Mm-hmm. He would redeem us. He would forgive us. And then he would die for us. Is... That sort of like that sounds like a great boyfriend. Yeah, Jesus would have been an amazing boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. I would, uh, yeah, I would have absolutely t- turned for him. <laughs> he yeah. has a beard. You might be yeah. allergic to. Have him. you seen the fucking magic this guy can do? I'm gonna... <laughs> yes, please. I want limitless wine, thank you. <laughs> and fish and. Yeah, bread. I know. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a walking exactly. uh, Dave and Buster. <laughs> Jesus has been called a lot of things, yeah. but never before a walking Dave and Buster. <laughs> well, that, that's a great... So what do you think uh, when you're dead over? That You seem to make that pretty clear. Absolutely. I would, it's, it's, it's the thing. I, I do enjoy keeping it ambiguous. I think I've definitely met people who um, assume from the number of times that I reference religion that I am religious. Yeah. I'm not. And uh, I enjoy it, but I really think there, is, there isn't much of a... There isn't a more powerful universal language than that. Everyone, whether you're brought up right within it or not, yep. it's there. And um, what, well, or certainly, I'm talking about my from 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 where I grew up. Yeah. So I use it's it's it's, it's mostly Chris, Christian imagery and I, right. I, iconography that I enjo- point, enjoy using. Yeah, sure. I have a lot of uh, Jewish friends. <laughs> yeah. And they just like I understand base Jewish. Exactly. They understand. It's kind of just there. Yeah. It, you know, and, um, People know three days resurrected, all this. Exactly. Stuff. And, and, and it holds a power as well. So you're, so what I'm doing most of the time when I'm using that is, uh, that imagery is to, is it comes already built loaded. Right. Uh, and, and that just makes my job easier. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's a really, really good shortcut. To, it's a less, sorry. Yeah. It's a nope. less cheesy way of saying Spider-Man. Or, or Thor, right? Or, or Batman. Yeah, you. If you were singing about loss, you might want to go to you know the disciples before you went to Bruce Wayne losing his parents. Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm kind of out of religious ones, so I might just go you to that one next time. Religious one. Although I, I'm currently reading a book where the guy is not religious at all, but he constantly references the Bible. Yeah, he actually referenced the Book of Mormon too. Okay, which I was like, oh my god, I think that's a book in the Book of Mormon. It's either the Apocrypha or the Book of Mormon. It was yeah. the Book of Mormon, and I was like. It doesn't matter. People like chapter and verse, and they like uh, King's English. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so. Yeah, but going back to what you asked, I I I do I think it's beneficial for me and not for everyone um, to believe that there is nothing after this. Yeah. Um, so that helps make, you. Out. Makes me. It makes me do stuff. <laughs> really, quite simply, I I, I think that uh, if I felt like I had an opportunity to continue doing stuff afterwards, then I would sleep in a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Well, the, you're absolutely right. When Rain uh, interviewed you, he <clears> said, what uh, informs your creativity? Yeah. And he said, do you remember? Um, what did I say? Death? No, he said heartbreak. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what a weird game we're There's- playing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I turn this into a game? 
it it well it does it, it it that that has done but i think i think i i also that there's probably an equal it's equally apportioned between those two two things for me uh and i talk of it and probably about an equal yeah. amount within within the songs i i, I do enjoy I, th- I i think there's also the the thing is with with songs is that you you know you can you can get a certain amount of the way to describing a feeling within one song but certainly with death, I, f- I find that one's that one's. It deserves. I a still enjoy. Albums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 you and you have to expand on that thought. And um, so so I I'm I continue to do that. And your feelings about death will always change. That that is like the yeah. weird relationship. You start dating death when I don't know. You're twenty four, five. I think like yeah, that's really, probably about right. Yeah. So it's like your longest relationship. Yeah, it really you're is dating this fucking bitch. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just keep won't go away. You yeah, know she's coming. This is a really really gothy girl. <laughs> you mean death cat yeah, gothy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's emo shit. Uh, but so you have to make ter- so you will still be seeing death in ten years when you're putting out your. Notes. Yeah, more so I would say. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. be seeing it. Yeah, differently. I would be a bit differently. Yeah, because I think um, I've it's not it's not even it's not a secret that I've I've uh, you know sort of had brushes with kind of suicidal thoughts yeah um those are gone and that so that was very much 20 you know mid to late 20s oh, really? that, that is that kind of thing was like was or seemed like an option somehow mm-hmm. and i think the older i get of course it's, you know i don't think i don't think it should be an option i'm not gonna i'm it was just the way i was feeling at that point in time yeah mm-hmm. and uh and i think that my relationship with it now is first of all i can't wait to be older i'm really i really want to get to that point where and you see you see those cranky old men in the street who don't give a shit anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody's gonna tell them to shut the fuck up because yeah. they're an old guy and you have to have respect for that <laughs> i want to be that guy so desperately where i can just take half an hour to order in a in a coffee shop yeah. you know and, and no one's gonna go well, you know, wrap it up, man. You are just going to stand politely <laughs> behind him. I'm th- I don't know that poor old guy. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, yeah. Does he need help? Yeah. And anyone else in that position, it would just be a barrage of abuse from the line behind you. Yeah. But I'm. I'm looking forward to because they don't. They've also old old people are absolutely come to terms with death, mm. um, and and don't probably don't mind when when it comes to them. Yeah. But, and so. That's a very must be a sort of almost Zen like state to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's 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 right there, but right. it's okay. It's right. a bit of more of a friend than you've been dating, a bad girlfriend. You you've know? been dating your whole life, but yeah. now it's finally giving you hand jobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you finally moved up to what base is that? Somewhere between first and no, that's second base. I didn't. We didn't work on the base system, so I don't really. Back in Scotland, we didn't you have just do cricket. <laughs> Uh, cricket's a two cricket's, base cricket's system. two bases and you run back and forth between them real fast that's what it feels like again and again <laughs> yeah. faster faster uh, you know what uh, before I ask you um, first of all that was lovely and also I was going to talk about crying on stage because uh, when you played poke I would have cried yeah if I wasn't so aware that I was on TV I teared up yeah and I had to do that thing men in particular do where I was like, when can I scratch my eye 
at the exact moment yeah. that will absorb this uh, tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also had something going on wrong with that final episode with my right eye that was watering the whole time. I got a little makeup in okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked like I had a full-on two-eye, you know, both both guys involved cry fest. Right. But um, when you we were talking about Hansard, and uh, he he, when I saw him play, couldn't sing the song... Uh, I think it was Leave. You know that song? Is that is that one of the one songs? It's one of the right, ones. right, right. Yeah, it was only on one. Okay. Yeah, but it's beautiful and really hard. Right. It, it doesn't really have. It does have a chorus, and the chorus is Leave. You've said what you have to now. Leave. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a horrible. Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah. It's getting me even just thinking <laughs> about it. And I cried watching it. I'm a big dummy when it dope soft when it comes to music, and then he was also crying. And I was like, I think, how could you? It, 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 it requires hitting these notes on these topics. Yeah. I'm like, your soul is, it's like a soul peep show. I well, I have, yeah, exactly. It, it is. And you, um, the, the images don't hurt, hurt me anymore or they don't upset me. Um, but uh, when, when, you, when I sing a song, uh, there are, there's a little movie that plays in my head mm-hmm. every time. Uh, me too and it's that you have with, with with telling a story yeah of course and the, the people the people in that movie don't actually change yeah it's always the same place it's always the same person and it's not upsetting I'm not I'm not not going back and wishing I was there it's just um, that's just what happens there's a little reel that plays <laughs> and I sing the soundtrack I guess I, think I don't that's know so interesting from the listener's perspective that's the same case I I, I don't know if uh, yeah actually yeah of course that makes sense but I wonder if yeah. that's a type of listener or a type of singer or if everybody does that I'm not sure but I, when I listen to poke I think the same You're. things. I'm actually kind of embarrassed to say that it starts with a, a finger poking an eyeball. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then it goes into more personal things. Mm-hmm. And there's flashbacks to certain arguments I had with, in certain relationships. Yeah. And, and that's why the part of I never hated you. I hate when I feel like this, but I never hated you sort of thing. is like, ugh, it's too much. Yeah, you know I, mean? I know. Is well, that one that makes you cry? No, it doesn't make me cry. I, I, it doesn't make me sad. It, it's a... Uh... None, none of my songs make me sad. The, Which I thought you referenced earlier that people wonder it is just sweat. So you're not. Oh, I'm not. No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I emote, but the, it's not out of sadness. It's uh, um, I've, I think we spoke about this when we, we last met, whereby uh, I I get into a certain place in order to give the best performance, so that because so, I don't think. When people are watching me sing, they're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And I have to be aware of that. So it's no longer about me. The feeling that I wrote the song with is long gone. And uh, and there's something very joyful about, about singing, for, you know, and, and having a response. Mm-hmm. And so... I have to be aware that I'm kind of a kind of more of a like a a, a vessel type thing for, a for this exactly yeah. yeah and 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 I think people are the collective room is thinking about what was happening when they heard that song or yeah. wh- where that takes them so I, I I I don't think they're thinking about me old fashioned I, where where are you know you? what's weird is I actually picture not me it wasn't quite you okay because I didn't know what you looked like yeah but you know how you have that guess of what a singer looks of like of course yeah what a character in a book yeah. might look like yeah, yeah. and then you see the movie and then you're like i guess it was matt damon <laughs> <laughs> similarly old-fashioned is a, is a is like a log cabin 
It's such a great song. It's more of a story. It's a log cabin. What's this? Well, there's, there's, there's. Uh, when I think of that, I, I, it's, it's a wooden place. It's funny. No, seriously, it's a wooden place. It's a wooden room. Yeah. When it says there's tur- a fire going. Yeah. Put the clock in the top drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it's on this sort of end table. Yeah. Thing. It's all in there. And especially um, in the twist as well. Yeah. When your cheeks are ruddy and all that. Yeah. Sort of stuff. And isn't there something I'm blanking a little bit about hiking your dress up? Oh, just to show you some so, shin. Show you some yeah. shin. Yeah, exactly. But that now I'm like, oh my god, I know who's in this. I, I have a very vivid picture yeah. of, of the person. And again, it's not me. I'm picturing this couple dancing in the. Oh, song. okay, yeah, yeah. It's crowded. So it's Matt Damon and whoever he's it's, with. Well, yeah, now yeah. it's Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the weirdest way, now I'll almost recast it with you, which, which okay, is a little bit yeah. violating. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's really, really interesting. Yeah. But it's beautiful stuff. I, you know, you were a sponsor of this show. Your band was a sponsor of this show. I, I, I know that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that? We had, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, was, uh, there were lots of people talking about it and oh, great. Tell, telling me. It's uh, it's a good group, the weirdos. That's yeah. what we call the fans. Oh, good. And I, I hope they check well, out your music because talking about it is is like talking about what it, what a sandwich tastes like. You just got to go get it. Exactly. <laughs> go, go, go get a rabbit sandwich. <laughs> yes, please. It's it's a little bit tough. The meat's a bit tough, but uh, stick with it. Delicious. Yeah. I actually think poke is a great entry. Not I didn't think of this from a yeah. marketing perspective. I wanted you to play poke because that's my favorite. And then uh, you you were glad to because you don't normally get to because it has the word continent amongst other reasons. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which I which I self edited for the purpose you of did, your you show. Said, you said, head. even though yet I'd like to make it known that Pete wanted me to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I feel like in Europe, cunt is just like God bless you. Oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a varied uh, you know noun. Uh, so you can yeah. use it in any. It's context exactly like dickied. Dick- dickied, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dickied. Hey. Or you could be, you could be like, oh, that guy, that guy, he's a lovely cunt. He's a, he's a wonderful cunt. Yeah, but you say, should we kick it to content? So you mean? <clears throat> well, I don't. I think, I think the funny thing about that song is initially, <laughs> initially in um, North America, coming over here to play the that's that that line in particular got like a collective intake of breath from the audience whenever I sang it. Really? There'd be silence, and I'd hear it. There's like a. Uh, and it was, and I, and I wasn't aware. I, I knew that it wasn't quite as widely used over here, but that line in particular does sound really violent if you take it literally. Yeah. Um, but to kick someone's content is is simply to um, beat them up, and it's also a metaphor for being for completely destroying the love that you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, unfortunately, the translation over here was often literally kicking someone in. The, yep, that's the image I got. Yeah. A boot, right? And it's violent. And yeah. I, and, and this, I, I certainly, you know, that was that was that's not the intended message. It's appropriately violent for what I'm talking about, but right. it's certainly not a. And so it, it it definitely came across weird. However, over the past five or six years since I've been touring here, that word is, it's. I think the uh, the attitude towards it has softened a bit. Certainly, and you've also grown in popularity, and so is that song. So yeah. when I saw you play, I watched four, five, well, six hundred people sing in unison the word cunt. Yeah. Saying, Should we kick its cunt? Right. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's particularly in Scotland when we play, it's, the, it's, it's said with absolute gusto, that word. That line is just the, oh, really? the biggest line of the set. Yeah. 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 So, oh, that's great. Oh, what was I going to say? You made me think it doesn't matter. I mean, we've already done our job. You know what I yeah. mean? This is bonus. Okay. I had a question about another song. You got to go somewhere. I'm part. I'm. I'm going to get a ticket in five minutes. I didn't even pay the meter. Really? 
It's so hot. Who's going to be out? You think they're just going to take the day off? Where are you on the street? I'm I'm down that way. I'm just sort of like a couple of streets over. We'll get you out there. Okay. Are are you already over? Not quite. Okay. This this is what I'm going to kick myself. I'm not too worried. But no, no, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is if I get a ticket, yeah, I'll pay it. I'm posting it straight. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just bring it here to meltdown. Uh, it was another lyric cunt. Uh, it doesn't matter. Beautiful song. Oh, I was just saying that I think it's a good entryway because I, I, yeah, from where I'm standing, everybody likes a song like that. I don't know why. I just have this bias. It's not confirmed on yeah. anything. But I'm like, everybody loves it. Like, that's a credits. Like, the movie is over and it plays that song. Yeah. Or uh, it would have been great in The Sopranos or Mad Men. It's yeah. just one of those things. And then everybody suddenly loves uh, Moonlight Mile by Rolling Stones. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah like, I know. Oh, I love that song right. now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that type of song. And then you can get into the albums. I, 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 I think you and The National and Kings of Leon, actually, the three bands I mentioned, your work is always better. I like it more. I think I have a similar relationship where I just want the new stuff. I love the old stuff. I listen to all of it. Yeah. But often bands will start veering in a way that you don't like, that you're not with. Sure. But I'm with you and I love, okay. I love where you're going. That's not, great. I, thank you for validating my compliment. I mean that. You don't need it, but for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, 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 well, I, I, every, I think that your most recent work should be your best. I mean, yeah. we, there's something there's something very special about the, our second record that, that I can't quite figure out. But um, but I still think I'm a better writer now than I was when yeah. I was when I was 22. I bet you're going to get this as because you do the artwork. Yes. When I think of Midnight Organ Flight, and when, even when it's on my iPod, which yeah. it is, I think of that shade of beige. Yeah, and I okay. don't even know what that thing on the front is. I haven't looked at it closely enough, but I picture it. Yeah, and pedestrian verse, very easy image to see. Yep, that album feels like that. There's black albums and there's red albums and there's green. That's and true. Yeah, you feel it. Yeah, like, well, I, I think it's uh, it's important for me to have those two things tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply be- because what, going back to what you said, I was, a, I was at art school, and that's some really visual aspects are very important to me and. Um, and I also use a lot of kind of pseudo religious iconography in those in those um, sleeves, mm-hmm. um, but it should reflect. It should reflect. It shouldn't just be a picture of the band in front of a wall, right? It should reflect something or add add to your experience somehow because you have this opportunity. It does add to the experience, yeah. absolutely. Fucking a. All right. Here's the final question. Okay. Final question, and people sometimes panic on this one. I don't want you to. Uh, okay. Not panic. My point is, your answer can be so simple, yeah. or it could be, I don't remember, and no one's ever going to mention it. Do you understand? You've yeah. already done a great episode. Okay. I just like asking people if you remember the or one of the hardest times you've ever laughed. After I built it up, didn't it sound like I was going to be like, Oh, my. Yeah, me, yeah, no. Tell me about um, dick and balls. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's because it's a put-on-the-spot one. It is a put-on-the-spot one, but here, it's not like it's your time to talk. We can talk about different varieties. Of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. A lot of people go with movies. A lot of them have to do with... I'll tell you, Brian Green, uh, theoretical physicist. I'm very proud that he was on the show. His story was very simple. They made a pizza and it was undercooked when he was like eight. And they just got handfuls of it and threw it at each other. Right. And it, I'll never forget that. Just the redness of the sauce and the yeah. white yellow of the cheese and just the kids laughing. There's a lot of people slipping and falling. Mine was just... I was in a pool, 
and <laughs> there was a guy swimming at us, and I made a comment, like a very sarcastic comment, where I was like, "This guy's swimming right at us," and we, for some reason, just, my point is, it doesn't even have to make sense. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, the kind of thing I wish I could put in an email or something. Yeah, uh, and then I'll read it. I'll read it next time. Do you want to read it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I've had I, well, and I would go. It's funny because uh, you're talking there about things in in the distant past. Yeah, my 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 thoughts would go to like past few weeks yes yeah, sure great really because um do you laugh with the band i do i haven't seen them in a while good i laugh with my girlfriend she's f- extremely funny and um there there have been a couple of instances where it's just been and i don't even and it's not even been a joke um and i can't remember specifics but there's there's just been times where the, the best parts are when it's just like a it's the way that someone says something. That's right. It's a little turn of phrase, and it wasn't intended to be a punchline. Right. Because I don't, I don't really laugh so much at movies. Um, I just kind of absorb them, and I have a little chuckle every every yeah. so often. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 the stupidest things in life that I think are the funniest. And I guess that's my answer because I don't, I can't think of an instance at this point. I'm, I feel bad that I've plagued you with something that. Undoubtedly, in a couple hours, you're going to text. I'm going to, yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll read it on the show. But that's that's not the point. It, it, you know what I mean? It's this conversation. It's yeah. talking about what makes you laugh. So don't feel that. Yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> don't feel the way that I just told you you should feel. <laughs> Here, I'll give you another one. In fact, yes. you'll like this better because okay. this is easy. Yeah. Because it's often no. When you are lying down at night and yeah. you're trying to fall asleep, do you play a movie in your brain that helps you relax? No, I don't. I just. I absolutely I work things over and over. It's, oh, if wow. it's if it's a movie, it's a really repetitive one. Of, Were you of just, just grinding on something that you did that day? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or or what tomorrow is going oh, to no. be about? You play a movie? Oh I, no! I <laughs> that's a funny place to take that. I do. I, I see on that uh, card it has the frequent questions. Oh, yeah. I could course. ask you yeah, how you yeah, lost yeah. your virginity or the last thing you Googled or if you've ever been in a fight. Okay. Or if uh, you want to play fake laugh to real laugh, which is where we fake laugh and then it turns into a real laugh. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like we should do that. We should do that, yeah. To, to put a pin <clears throat> in sleep ritual, I find it very comforting to pretend I'm a great basketball player. Oh, okay. Or uh, that I'm hiding somewhere. Right. I've kind of somewhat famously, people say this to me a lot, said that I pretend I'm a sniper. That sounds crazy, but I like to be armed and hidden, and it makes me relax. Wow. You should try it. I would, yeah. I, I guess that's, I've never, I've never taken myself out of my own um, world for, well, for, about, that, for that point in time. You're about to get on the dream train. Yeah, I so know. You, you yeah. can start dreaming before you fall asleep, and then it, it can encourage right. you to give you some pretty good dreams. That's a great idea. I knew a guy that used to think about uh, a beautiful woman or something, somebody that he loved. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> done, I, I, <laughs> Was this friend you? Do I not remember? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you think about somebody beautiful, and then it sinks in. Absolutely. Are you having a pop-up right now? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Uh. Incred- <laughs> incredibly similar fellows. Um, uh, let's do fake laugh to real laugh. Okay. Here's how it works. Just, <laughs> you just... <laughs> This is just real. I'm in in real. I'm doing real. real. I've got a red face now. I know that. (laughs) 
when it starts to get real, you have to raise your hand. So I know, I know, I know. We're both in a real place, so we'll start over. Okay. And it'll just be little, and then yeah. the point is to be bad at it. Okay. But, oh, great. Ready? Her hands are up. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna play that game again. It's good. Bring it. Bring it to the lady. It's a fun one. I will. God, this is great, Scott. Honestly, I think I, ho- I think I made it clear that I'm a huge fan. This was an honor. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much. We end with the. You're going to be the first Scottish accent to say the catchphrase of the guest. You just say "keep it crispy." I can explain it, or you can just say it. It doesn't mean anything. Keep it crispy. <laughs> yes. Fucking a. <laughs> great, great. Thanks job, so man. much. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com.